look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back here with Dave and Faisal on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. Um, Faisal's away for a long weekend, um, as you know. So let's just, uh, I want to talk about something that's uh, blown my mind. Um, and I think your mind is going to get blown here as well. We know that we have an aging population. We've talked about that lots. We've talked about it on this show. We've talked about the fact that our, our health changes. And one of the areas that, um, that affects a lot of people is heart health. And there is an amazing new surgery uh, to help people. And I think, you know, the results of this are just going to blow your mind. And to help us understand the surgery that's helping these people, we've got Dr. David Wood. He's the director of VGH Cardiac Catheterization and Laboratory Clinical. Um, Dr. Wood, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So here's the headline. New 45-minute heart surgery will blow people's minds. Tell us a little bit about what's going on here. So I'll just um, I'll give you a little bit of background and context, and then, uh, yeah, happy to chat about where we're at now in 2017. Yeah. So your heart's about the size of your dominant fist, four yeah. valves. The big main one that leads out is called the aortic valve. And so that's the one that leads out to your body, your head, your muscles, your lungs. That one, when you get in your 60s, 70s, and 80s, and some people can fail and can narrow. So you don't get enough blood to your head, your body, and lungs, and you start getting chest pain and shortness of breath. Right. We know now from many studies that once you get symptoms from a failing valve, the aortic valve in particular, you have about a year, about half of people will be dead at a year if we don't fix that valve. Right. So traditionally, for the last 40 years, it's been surgery to fix that. So general anesthetic, breathing tube, three, four-hour operation, we go in, we open up the breastbone, go in, cut out the old valve, suture in a new valve. You're typically in hospital if you're 80, between 9 and 12 days after the surgery, and it's going to be two to three months before you've recovered. So about just over 10 years ago, my colleague and partner, John Webb, at St. Paul's and VGH, um, developed a technique where you could take a transcatheter valve. So a tube about the size of your fourth finger goes through an artery in the leg. The valve now is squished down or crimped onto a balloon. When we're happy that the valve is inside the old uh, valve, we blow up the balloon. The new valve squishes the old valve out of the way, permanently pins it up against the wall of the aorta, Mm -hmm. which is the big tube leading out of the heart. And immediately now you have twice as much blood going to the head, the body, the lungs. Works very well, but the issue being, because this all developed originally from surgery, centers around the world have been treating this like surgery. So using a general anesthetic, using a ultrasound probe down, catheter in the bladder, keeping you in the intensive care unit for one or two days, and the average length of stay still in North America is between six and eight days for that procedure. So about four years ago, five years ago now, um, in Vancouver here, again, working with St. Paul's VGH and Center for Heart Valve Innovation, we had the idea that, look, maybe less is more, and we could really strip down this procedure to the bare essentials, and not only would that be better for patients, but perhaps then it would be possible that um, they could move through the system more easily as well. So we got together with 11 other centers in Canada, as well as two large centers in the United States, so 13 centers total, and we did 411 patients. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that got people so excited when we presented this 
in Denver as a featured presentation is nine of those 13 sites had never done awake patients before, and nine of those 13 sites had never discharged a patient within two days. Hmm. So we presented the results. Average age of our patients was 84 years. 80% went home the next day, 90% within two days. The procedure time was 45 minutes. The, the patients were all done awake. And I think the thing that really captivated the audience was our stroke and mortality rates were 1.5% compared to 5% predicted with traditional open heart surgery. So I think that's what truly has um, created a bit of the uh, excitement. And I think um, the exciting piece is that this now sets a new benchmark uh, around the world for kind of what's possible with minimally invasive heart surgery. Amazing. I mean, I, I was reading and just reading some of the, you know, the uh, the, the people's um, um, feedback, right? Your patient's uh, feedback, a 79-year-old gentleman talking about, you know, he was out uh, within a day and I think fishing with his son within, a, you know, five days or something like that. I mean, I was, I was impressed. I got to tell you, I, I was impressed um, with heart surgery, even the invasive kind, how quickly people recovered. So, to, to take that down to 45 minutes, right, and uh, the recovery time being uh, what you said, I mean, that's just, that's a massive leap forward. My, my, my question is, is um, with an aging demographic that we face here in the United States and the developed world, these, uh, it's my belief that it's these kinds of changes to the healthcare system that are going to help us uh, handle the, you know, this massive demographic that will be moving through the system. What, uh, I don't know if you can extrapolate, but what, what would your expectations be, Dr. Wood, if, if this becomes more widely uh, available and a used technique of what it can do, uh, you know, in, in your small piece of, of the healthcare world? Yeah, I think the implications are staggering. So first off, amazing team, put the patient first. What's actually best for the patient going through this pathway? Got anesthesia, surgery, cardiology, nursing, as well as administration on board at all of these 13 sites. And then it's, it's been a paradigm shift. The fact that now patients come in, they're awake, you're able to talk to them throughout the procedure, local freezing in the leg where we put the tube in, the valve is implanted, they're walking four hours later, and again, 80% going home the next day, 90% within mm -hmm. two days. As you can imagine, for quality of life, you can go back to work and driving within a few days. And for health economics, this is potentially staggering, hundreds of millions of dollars. And the money that then is saved by doing patients in this expedited fashion can be reallocated for other areas of need within the healthcare system. So um, we have a health economic analysis that's currently underway uh, for, with Dave Cohen, uh, Mayo Clinic, which hopefully will come out in the next three to six months. We have a quality of life piece because um, we saw that as incredibly important to assess patients' pathway, how quickly they either met or surpassed their uh, previous level of activity. As, mm -hmm. as you know, all of these patients had symptoms. They all had yep. chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, were limited by not getting enough blood to their body. So to then fix it like that, have them go home the next day, most of them then immediately um, can go back to doing more than they could for the 6 to 12 months before we did the operation. Yeah, uh, just unbelievable. I mean, to read the uh, the patient's feedback is just unbelievable. I'm I'm uh, I'm curious about. Uh, so you made this presentation in, D in Denver. It was a large crowd, fifteen thousand or so. Um, what what's been the fallout of that? I mean, have you, I've got to assume that you've been contacted by a ton of people, and there's just created a ton of interest. There's 
tremendous <laughs> interest to now travel. There's 300 <laughs> uh, heart centers in the U.S. There's, I think, 400 in Europe uh, to go and basically um, work with these different centers um, around the world to kind of show them show them the pathway and um, see if we can now um, kind of raise that benchmark on a global scale. Obviously, um, our team is not huge here in Vancouver. I work with John Webb, Sandra Locke, and everyone at the Centre for Heart Valve Innovation as well as um, ICB Health. Um, so I think what our plan would be is we would go and we would have pilot sites, you know, a site in Germany, a site in the UK, a site in France, a site in Italy. Those sites would then start the protocol. They would kind of pilot it for a few months, and then once they were comfortable with it, they could then be the um, the centres of excellence for sites around them in their own country. I think that's how we would envision rolling it out. Well, I, I got to say, on behalf of all Canadians, man, we don't want to lose you and your team here. We, we want this in our system. So uh, make sure that all those center of excellences are first in Canada. And yeah. congratulations. I mean, that's been that's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, uh, we've been joined by Dr. David Wood. He's the director of VGH Cardiac Catheterization and Laboratory Clinical. Um, and I think that it's just an amazing advancement. This is what it's going to take, I think, um, as we get this massive movement of people through the system. And clearly, as we get older, the heart issues become important. So, you th- I mean, I think Dr. Wood did a great job of explaining, not just from a lifestyle perspective, how important that is, but also the economics. We'll see in three to six months' time, we're going to follow up and find out kind of what the economic impact of this kind of a major paradigm radical shift in 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 healthcare can actually do to our system. So I think that um again congratulations to Dr. Wood and his entire team there. Okay, uh healthcare, the health bucket's an important part of um of what we talk about. Now we've got a seminar coming up. I'll, I'll talk about that in just a minute, but this quality of life, quality of care that Dr. Wood was talking about is important. It's important to everybody as they age and they move through the different stages of life. We're going to talk about all of that, how to protect, ensure you've gotten that that quality of life that you've worked so hard for. Tuesday, November the 21st, 7 to 8 o'clock, take place uh, at the Crow, um, Crowfoot Co-op Wine, Spirits and Beer. And give us a call if you're interested in joining us, 966 8400 or you can register online at PKAG. And before we sign off uh, another show, I want to remind you that you can access any of our past segments or the segments that we did today at morethanmoneyradio.com, or you can have them delivered directly to you by searching for More Than Money CHQR on iTunes or in your favorite podcast app. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of More Than Money on News Talk 770. Have a great weekend. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.